Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. The new year is officially here. Are y'all ready for it? I am so ready for it. God is going to move this year like never before, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do. And the title of today's episode is Coming Out of the World System. And our scripture for today is from Isaiah 45, verses 22 through 24. Turn to me and be saved all you ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is no other. By myself I have sworn, my mouth has uttered in all integrity a word that will not be revoked. Before me every knee will bow, by me every tongue will swear. They will say of me, and the Lord alone are deliverance and strength. All who have raged against him will come to him and be put to shame. Welcome to 2024. This will be a year like no other. It's an election year, and I think that we are all wondering how this election is going to play out. Are we even going to have an election this year? And if we do, is it going to be as corrupt as the last one was? Will Trump finally come back to serve his second term the way that God prophesied? Are we going to finally know the truth about everything? Lots of questions, and no one knows when we will get these answers, except for God. He knows all of it. And it will be revealed in his perfect timing. But what we do know is what he's speaking to his prophets. And that is that monumental changes are coming that will forever change the course of history. The bad guys are going to lose this battle. The ones that have partnered with Satan will have a very public demise. And it will happen sooner than later. God has already begun this process. He is dismantling the enemy's empire, and we will soon witness the transition of power go from the enemy's hands into the hands of the ones that God has chosen for this time. And Laura Potter, you know, she's one of our hosts. I love her. She received a word from the Lord for this next year, and it's really good, so I'm going to share it with you. The title of this word is Transition of Power, and I'm going to read to you Laura's words. She says, I asked Yahweh what his word was for this coming new year of 2024. He replied and said, Blessed are those who wait, for they will receive a blessing indeed. Then he began to speak to me more. Compassion and courage are needed during this time. A transfer of power is coming to this land, and those who are loyal to evil will fall away never to be seen again. You must have courage to stand when all the odds are against you. You need to look only to me to receive all that you need in this hour. In this transfer of power, There will be much displacement, and the world will seem to be in a mess. But this is just the beginning of the division between the system of God and the system of man. Care not for the things of this world, but focus your attention on the things taking place above. Focus your eyes on my great love that is rescuing you from a life of slavery and a system that does not belong to me. Carry my light wherever you go, and do not conform to the things of this world. Seek me out in everything you see with your eyes, but also seek me out for what you feel but cannot see. I will bless you with godly wisdom to see farther and move faster than your enemy. 
You will beat the enemy at his own game by following close to me. You are the light of this world, so move in sync with me. Do not carry yourself like the rest of this world. Keep yourself guarded from the things that would contaminate your soul. Remain loyal to me and do as my spirit leads you. Seek me out daily for your instructions on what to do and what to say to those around you. Many will be in fear for what will happen to the system that is crumbling all around them. They will become unnerved, for the system that once gave them their security is now gone and leaves them hanging in the balance. Where does your security come from? The maker of heaven and earth, or those who are made by me? Who sets up kingdoms in place and rulers to rule them? Who removes unjust kings and those who refuse to follow in my ways? Haven't you had enough of living in chains, being restricted from bringing my kingdom to the earth? Can you even see the destruction that has been brought to my earth and to my people? Evil rulers and those who follow them will be brought to my level of justice. I will remove those who have enslaved you in chains, chains that continue to entrap you and cause you to be a slave to their system. The voices of many cry out to me, wanting freedom from the system devised by men. I am not sitting idly by doing nothing, but I am at work to bring freedom from the slavery system. Stay close to me and seek me out for all of your needs. See my hand at work as I move among the nations. I will put in each man's heart the work that needs to be accomplished to set my kingdom principles back into the earth. The whole earth will sing my praises when all of this reworking is complete. Magnify and praise my name for all you see me doing, and fear not. For I am with you. And here are some scriptures that reference the words the Lord spoke to her. She's got Mark chapter 4, verse 19. It says, But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. And Romans 12, 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Matthew five fourteen through 16 You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And the last one is Daniel, chapter 2, verses 20 through 22. Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are His. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. All right. There's some things here that the Lord said to the Lord that I want to highlight. Um, it's where the Lord said, A transfer of power is coming to this land and those who are loyal to evil will fall away never to be seen again. I love that. And he continues here, In this transfer of power, there will be much displacement and the world will seem to be in a mess. But this is just the beginning of the division between the system of God and the system of man. Care not for the things of this world, but focus your attention on the things taking place above. Many will be in fear for what will happen to the system that's crumbling all around them. They will become unnerved, for the system that once gave them their security is now gone and leaves them hanging in the balance. I will remove those who have enslaved you in chains. Chains that continue to entrap you and cause you to be a slave to their system. The voices of many cry out to me, wanting freedom from the system devised by men. I am not sitting idly by doing nothing, 
but I am at work to bring freedom from the slavery system. So God is bringing us out of the world system, and he is going to transition the power from the enemy to the ones God has been preparing for a while now. People that have sought the Lord with their whole hearts, people that know him deeply and intimately. And he tells Laura that there will be much displacement and things will seem to be in a mess. I think we're already there. It's a mess. He says that many will be in fear as they watch this worldly system come crumbling down all around them. They will have their sense of security taken away because it's all we've ever known. But God is going to change all of that. He's going to remove the chains that entrap us, causing us to be a slave to their system. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15-17 through 17, It says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. The changes that are coming will deeply involve us coming out of the world's system. God talks about it in his word, and he's speaking this to many different prophets right now as well. And I want to share something I found on ElijahList.com that talks about this very thing. And again, for any of our new listeners, ElijahList.com is a site where many of God's prophets, you know, they share their words, their dreams or visions that they receive from the Lord. It has so many encouraging words, and it's a place you can find God's truth. So we encourage you to check it out. Okay, this vision I am sharing is from Victoria Boyson. And she had this vision on November the 20th of 2023. It's really good, guys. The title of this is A Vision of Weapons, Books, and Keys. And Victoria says, In a vision, Jesus came to me and took my hand in his, saying, My lady, your carriage awaits. Tenderly, he escorted me into a carriage he'd acquired for the journey that he had planned. It was a beautiful open carriage in glossy black, pulled by two stunning horses, One was pure white and the other was silvery gray. They nuzzled one another affectionately as I entered. As suddenly as Jesus shut me in, the carriage took off into the sky. Passing through layers of Earth's atmosphere, the enemy repeatedly shot arrows at me. I leaned out over the side and grabbed some of the arrows to keep for myself. Curiously, I waved back at my demonic attacker and thanked him. I did this several times as I passed through each new layer of the atmosphere. And the next part of her vision is titled The Bookcase. She says, Finally reaching heaven, we passed through a golden, well-lit passageway just long enough for me to wave at those who monitored it. The carriage then continued over a serene yet dimly lit expanse of grassy rolling hills. In the distance, I saw a peculiar shape completely grown over by the grasses growing there with only the obscure outline of a bookshelf, which had fallen on its side, recognizable. It soon became clear that this was to be my intended destination as we landed beside it and I was able to step out. Investigating it more closely, I was filled with an urgency to rescue the abandoned bookshelf from the engulfing hillside and restore it to an upright position. As it was ten times my size, the angels nearby understood my desire and offered to help, and together we put it to rights. Suddenly, to my left appeared the head of a formidable lion. Proceeding to roar mightily over the bookcase, the lion himself exploded into a fire of glory and radiant colors of gold, amber, and crimson, highlighted with blue and green. As I flung open the door of the case, the fire of his glory raged inside, triggering an explosion that generated thin rings of seething white cloud. 
As quickly as it started, the fire was extinguished and the peace was gloriously transformed into what I reasoned was its former state. It shone in bright gold with lavish ornamentation and was now too grand for its current surroundings, making it clear that it was not meant to be here. One of the angels, who'd helped set the case upright, brought to me a large crossbow weapon. However, once it was placed in my hands, it was transformed into a large book. Covered in tan canvas and printed with purple embossing, it had the word sanctification on its binding. Truly stunning, it was quite heavy. I knew instantly the book was meant for the shelf, and as I placed it there, it seemed the two were meant for each other, as both appeared to be out of place in their surroundings. One by one, the angels brought me weapons of all different kinds, which once placed in my hands became books. Everyone was heavy, unique, and beautifully designed. The title of the second one was Holiness. Then came Faith, Liberty, and Freedom, so on and so forth, with books titled Healing, Joy, Forgiveness, Righteousness, Repentance, etc. Hundreds of weapons of all shapes and sizes were transformed into books to fill the shelves of this exceptional case each possessing the distinct, powerful teachings of previous generations. I was overcome with delight. As I stood back with the angels and appreciated our efforts in restoring this great beauty to its former self. Unexpectedly, while admiring our work, the shelf fell through into the recesses of the hill and was conveyed down and through the many layers of heaven and continued on through earth's atmosphere. Finally, it came to rest again on the earth and was immediately engulfed by those hungry for truth. Wow. That's cool. Racing to seize the various books, they were jubilant, immediately dropping down to begin reading. Back in heaven, the angels and I were filled with a sudden understanding as yet another bookshelf, this one already restored, appeared in the same place the first had vacated. Again, the angels brought me weapons, but this time, as I received them, they were transformed into books written in Chinese. As you can imagine, when the shelf was filled with books, it fell to earth for those awaiting its arrival. Anticipating another shelf, I waited, and indeed a third shelf appeared, and I began receiving weapon books in the Russian language. I realized then every language would receive the revelation of the books contained, as no tongue was excluded. And once every bookcase was filled, one of the angels offered me a golden key. Immediately transforming with my acceptance, it became a small, square piece of bread. I thanked the angel, and I gladly ate it. Finally, I was escorted back to my carriage and waved goodbye to the angelic company. I returned through the layers of earth's atmospheres and was once again attacked by the demonic whose arrows I kept. And upon my return, I was greeted again by Lord Jesus, who opened the door of the carriage. Reaching for my hand, he asked, Did you enjoy your journey, my lady? And I smiled at him, realizing what he was doing. He knew of my delight in Jane Austen's classics and he was giving me the satisfaction of feeling as though I was in one of her great novels. Only he would have thought to do something so kind, and his added emphasis on the word my made his gesture complete. Still curious about so much of what I'd experienced, I asked about the purpose of the bread. With a grin, he said plainly, glory. My delight in his answer concluded the vision. And directly following the first vision, I received a second shorter one. I saw a judge sitting at his desk with pen and ink. He was busily writing in a thick ancient book that possessed thousands of pages. He was having to scratch out the judgments he'd previously made about the people of the earth and its churches 
and replace them with new judgments due to the arrival and reception of the many teachings held in the books on the bookshelves. Wow. Good stuff coming, guys. Here we go. Their wisdom and insight had changed everything. I could not see what was being written to replace the earlier judgments, but I knew it was a joyous change from what had previously been. And as this vision ended, the Holy Spirit spoke. It's happening right now, Victoria, all over the world. You will see the effects of these teachings as my hungry children are transformed and empowered. He continued to reveal the meaning of the first vision, starting with the arrows being shot as I passed through Earth's atmosphere, saying, What's being launched at my prophets now? will become their weapons for future defense. And although it doesn't appear to be at the time, each arrow is a necessary gift. Though the battle seems difficult and long, it is not purposeless. Thank you, God. It will have a lasting effect for the endurance of the anointing being increased in them as they come out from the world system and seek me afresh. The shelves of books represent truths neglected by this generation Indeed, once hidden, they are now being restored to my faithful. These teachings, although taught by previous generations, will be fresh and relevant to this current generation. Exactly what is needed in this hour, they will become weapons of defense in the hands of those willing to receive them. Wow, praise God. Available in all languages, given to every nation, they will cover the earth, and none will be denied. The bread of my word, which you were given as a key, will be a sustenance of glory to my prophets as they endure the attacks of slander. Through every attack they suffer, my glory in them will increase in strength. As they're given keys to unlock the layers of my word, the outpouring of my glory will increase in veracity on the earth. Even the Lord's reference to Jane Austen is, is of great importance for those who are currently under fire. It is a declaration to my prophets. Yes, for you it was a gift, but for my house also an urgent message to remember that despite the attacks against you, Jehovah has been gracious. He who is great and magnificent has been gracious to you, and you will soon see. Be of good cheer, friends. God is about to prove to you what a great and magnificent father you have. Wow, isn't that a wonderful vision? You know, God revealed to her some of the new things that are coming. He will release an anointing on the ones that will be writing new books. Again, this reference is what me, Laura, and Susan have, have talked about before. When God has spoken to us and many other prophets that the old has gone and the new has come. New things are coming. Our old way of doing things will no longer work. He has new things for us to do that are very relevant to this generation. And in Victoria's vision, the Lord also mentions God's prophets and the warfare that they're experiencing and how this is preparing them for what's coming. It's not purposeless and it will have a lasting effect for the endurance of the anointing being increased in them as they come out from the world system and seek the Lord. God is consistently telling us that changes are coming, and these changes will reflect us coming out of the worldly system, the only system we've ever known. It's a Babylonian system that was established by our enemy, Satan, many, many years ago. Men and women do not rule the world system. Satan does. He is the one that's in charge. He is the one directing all that we are experiencing right now, all the evil. He is deceptively operating a Babylonian system of economics that he put in place after the fall of Adam in the Garden of Eden. We operate under a worldly system that is always shouting there isn't enough to go around or to survive on. A great deal of the money that we need is in the hands of the wicked, 
and God wants it transferred into the body of Christ so that we can get the gospel preached on the level God intended. Our enemy controls the world through fear of not having enough. God's law is one of sowing and reaping, seed time and harvesting, where there is plenty for everyone to have all of their needs met. We will see and understand this concept more as we come out of the worldly system. And this is going to take some time. We have become so programmed to what we know, how we live, how we work, how we parent our children. And as odd as this sounds, our minds will have to be reprogrammed. It's what I've been talking about in the last couple of episodes. We will have to change our mindsets, let go of the old, and step into the new things that God has for us. And really, God has been speaking about this to other prophets for the past few years. He's been preparing us for what's coming. He knows this is going to be hard for us. He knows we're going to be confused, hurt, and angry. He knows exactly how deep this goes, and he knows exactly what it's going to take to turn us in the right direction, onto the right path to recover what so many of us have lost because of our enemy. And I'm sure many of you have heard the expression, we are in this world, but not of it. Well, it's true. We are here. We're in the world. God created you to live in this place and at this time, but we are not to be caught up in the worldly ways. We have a responsibility to share the gospel with the ungodly world around us. We are to be a light to those in darkness, and we are to show them the love of Christ. We are to separate ourselves from the ungodly, wicked world, and we are not to become a part of it. John fifteen nineteen says, If you belong to the world, it will love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. When you live for God, you will experience persecution. Even though it is unpleasant and hurtful, it means you are doing things right because Jesus was also persecuted. He was rejected by so many. Since I started speaking as a prophet for God, I myself have experienced persecution many times from people I've never even met. When you speak God's words, His truth, it makes the devil mad. And He uses people to persecute you in the most horrible ways. But you just keep moving forward. You keep trusting in God, and you keep speaking what God tells you to speak. And God will always, always bless your obedience. As believers, we are part of God's kingdom, and we shouldn't govern our lives according to the world system. Our king is Jesus, and our constitution is the Bible. It contains guidelines on how we are supposed to conduct ourselves in the kingdom of God. Even though we know the rest of the world is currently governed by the enemy, We need to know and understand that the territory that belongs to us is the entire earth. Yes, the enemy has taken a lot of ground from us, and our job is to reclaim what God originally intended for us to have by spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we also know that God has a plan that's currently happening right now before our eyes to help us do just that. This plan involves us coming out of the worldly system so we may operate in God's system that he designed for us. God's plan is to prosper us and not to harm us. The enemy's plan is to steal, kill, and destroy us. God wants us to live in peace and freedom. Satan wants us to live in chaos and bondage. God will win this war, and Satan will lose once again. The reason the Lord wanted me to do this episode was to let people know that we are coming out of the worldly system. It may not look like it, may not seem like it or feel like it right now, but it's going to happen. The changes he has been speaking about are going to happen. In this new year, we will see many more strange events unfold. Some of these things will look and seem very scary, but our focus, 
our trust, and our faith are to remain in the Lord. A shift is happening in the spirit that will carry over to the natural. I've already been feeling it, and I'm sure some of you have too. God wants us to be prepared for these things, so we don't fear any of it. In fact, He wants us to be excited because it means our victory is just around the corner. These events must take place before we can completely move into the new changes that God has ordained for us. And I'll share a word that the Lord gave me a couple of weeks ago that will encourage you in this new year. And I received this word on December the 17th of 2023. The Lord said, What is going to take place in the coming year will not make sense to a lot of people. The chaos that constantly ensues around them is familiar, and it's all that many of my children have ever known. This chaos is a demonic principality that causes massive destruction and inflicts so much heartache and pain to the ones that are a part of it. I am coming to silence the chaos. I will destroy this principality and all that are a part of it. Tolerance is why this principality has become a giant among you. You have allowed it to come in and grow. It started out small, but instead of taking authority over it, you have tolerated it, hoping someone else would deal with it and it has grown to be a giant that is consuming you. The changes that are coming that I have told many of my prophets about will eradicate this mindset from among you. Chaos must never be tolerated at any level. You are to put it down every time it shows up. In the coming year, chaos will be replaced with peace. I will tear down many things that are familiar to you. It is for your good that I do these things. Tolerance for evil must be dealt with, and I will continue to expose this evil until all of it has been revealed. I ask you not to place your focus on the evil going on around you, but instead place your focus on me. For I am working to heal your hearts and minds. The more you focus on me, the less control the enemy has over you. The way that I would have you do things will become evident very soon. It will begin to make more sense in the days ahead. So many of you are confused about the very real division in your government. This is all part of the enemy's plan. Division is not from me, and I am bringing unity and peace to my children. As these changes come, I ask that you trust in me. It will not be pleasant in the beginning, but I assure you it is necessary. And the result from all this will be answers to the many prayers that I have heard from you, my children. You are so used to bad news. The fear you are experiencing is because of your enemy. He seeks to destroy you with this fear. I am here to bring you good news. You will not have to live this way much longer. I am bringing peace and good tidings. You will begin to see and hear more and more of my children fighting back. These things will be seen, even though the enemy will try to hide them from you. I have placed supernatural strength and wisdom in some that will continue to grow in numbers. And as you see and hear about these events, know it is I that am doing these things. I am exposing what the enemy is doing. And as I am doing this, you will feel a supernatural shift. For I have told you before, there are more of you than there are of the enemy. And you will start to see and understand this more fully. This shift will become an avalanche and it will be unstoppable. This, my children, is what you have to look forward to this year. It is the beginning of the many things I have promised. It is the beginning of your victory. The enemy will fall, one after the other, just like dominoes, and you will finally be released from the chains that have kept you in bondage, and you will know freedom like never before. Praise God. 
Keep your eyes and ears focused on me. I will guide you and protect you through the thick cloud of chaos around you, and I will bring you out of it and into freedom. Amen to that. We are coming out of the world system, praise God, and I can't think of a better way to start off this new year. We will begin to see and hear more and more about these changes. God is bringing revelation, and I believe it will be coming fast and furiously in this new year. God has an army working to take down the enemy, and he also has an army working to teach and prepare his children for the wonderful changes that are coming. Isn't that awesome? All right, before I close, I want to encourage you to not fear any of the strange things that you will see and hear about. Remember, the enemy is a liar, and he promotes fear to get us to submit to his evil plans. Instead, rebuke fear and put your trust and your faith in the Lord. He is our light in the darkness. He is our strength when we are weak, and he will guide and protect us through this storm. Yes, 2024 is going to be a year to remember, and I am excited because I know good things are happening. They're coming. God is going to deliver us from evil, and we will walk in victory. We will experience freedom like never before. Amen. Exciting times are ahead. All right, it's time to close. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Coming Out of the World System. I'm ready for it. God is moving and I'm so thankful for all that he's doing for us. And I'm going to close with this scripture from 2 Corinthians 6 verses 17 through 18. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I'll receive you and I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for putting up with us. Thank you for all that you do. And there were a couple of websites I think I mentioned earlier, so I'll put the links for those in the notes section of this episode. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. And also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you, so please email us at puretruthpodcast three at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffen.com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. 
Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.